When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. This is Radio Free Cybertron, episode 871. Radio Free Cybertron is the world's first and oldest toy and action figure podcast. We've been around since 1999. And you can take a drink because I just bought something. I'm Brian Kilby. Oh, with me this week. We have Chris. You know, you can take a drink because I just bought something. I'm Brian Kilby is basically just the summary of your life for the last 15 years. Yeah, I did get the Transformers Kush Ball, which we'll talk about later. Kush, there it is. Now we can that's now still, that can be that can be the show title now. Yeah, no, that's still not going to be the show title. No, okay. no, I don't think it should be. No, okay, was, <laughs> I, I think it should. You're outvoted, Don. Hello, Rob. Hello. That cast is in Florida. He left Disney to be here. I'm also going to buy some stuff soon, and I'm going to drive to Don's house <laughs> and place them all over his house in okay. his car, like in the glove box. Worst like I just want ever. Yeah. yeah, I just want him to find these. Okay, let's let's just talk about this. Diecast has been texting me all evening about this news today. I don't even know. I don't, I don't even remember where, but somebody found the core class Beast Machines Cheetor. Singapore. Singapore. Okay. Did we even know about this even existing? Yes, yes we knew about okay. it. We, we knew that it was coming. Yeah, we knew that it was okay. coming. All right. I couldn't remember. But, like, this is our first chance seeing it. It looks exactly like what I expected. It does. It's, it's a core class Cheetor. Yeah, it's a core Beast class Machines. Beast Machines Cheetor. There's not a whole lot of iteration you can do on that idea. And for people See, who you say, you say it's a core class Beast Machines Cheetor. I say it's a core class Beast Machines Supreme Cheetor. Yeah, there, there you go. So for people just joining us, Don hates Supreme Cheetor. Yes. I don't know I, why he hates it. He has like those, this irrational hatred of it. For those who weren't born in time for this, Supreme Cheetor was when the Beast Machines line was originally out in the year 2000. Uh, long, long ago before some of our audience was actually alive. But we've been doing the show longer than that yeah we have um which just makes everything worse but yeah they they released cheetor at various price points because cheetor was the headline character for that segment of the brand at that time he was on all the packaging and everything he was the bumblebee yeah they were trying they were trying to make him bumblebee before bumblebee was the thing and they released a 40 dollar gigantic toy of cheetor which pretty universally is despised, and Don in particular has a, a great hatred for that thing, and I can't really blame him. And that's been a running joke on the show for at least the last 10 years. Yeah, Th- that's, why I, that's why basically I said I would channel anyone that sends me one of these, I would channel my inner Yzma, and I will smash it with a hammer, because that's what I did to my Supreme Cheetor. I took it to the landfill, I had a hammer in my truck, I laid it on the concrete, and I smashed it into about 20,000 pieces. 
we've uh, we tried to convince Don if he does get uh, some core class cheaters in the mail to put them aside and donate them at the end of the year for Toys for Tots. So once it's available, I will set up a link where people can buy that and it will go to Don. And that then he will can... happen. Yes. You will have no control over that. That 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 is a great way for somebody out there to help out with Toys for Tots. And also, I will. Okay, put a, I will I'll, I'll put a referral link on that one as well. And I, I will get do, like ten cents back per toy. I will do that for toys for tots. Although I, those kids have been through enough as it is, they don't they don't need more. Like but. I always say that, like like uh, anything we do for toys for tots, I do not take referral fees off of. That will do referral fees on. It's only indirectly for toys for tots. Yeah, it's it's for Don's frustration more than anything. <sighs> I love I love it though. It's such a I mean, it's okay. an iconic well, figure from diecast. Diecast. Would you love it or even remotely care about it if not for this whole Don nonsense? This whole Don sense no. about it. No. Don sense. No, no, not as much. This no. yeah, or Don sense. I, I mean, you look on the back of the package; it'll be, it'll be four steps: lay down, turn head, flip out tail, done. Throw away. Pretty Isn't that what yes. Supreme Cheetor did? <laughs> yeah. No, five yeah. steps. Reattach body parts. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tiny Cheetor. That's, yeah. that, that's the news. And I said this in pre-show that I am not a fan of Beast Machines, but I know it's time for it starting in some love and legacy. If you like Beast Machines, I am glad you're getting figures, and I hope you enjoy them. I, I liked Beast Machines Season 2 at the time. I bet if I go back and watch it, it's actually probably pretty good. I've not, I have not gone back to watch Beast Machines. Yeah, even season one is pretty okay. The pacing on it remains terrible. Yeah, the the pacing is absolutely. Uh, I've seen common writer shows get to the point faster than Beast Machines. Yeah, Beast Machines. I've never seen it. What? I've never seen Beast Machines. I'm not really surprised. You know how you know how dumb the fandom is sometimes. Now it started like well, actually, it started before Beast Machines. But, like, the fandom was, like, just completely all, all out of sorts because of Beast Machines. Yeah, it was it was actually genuinely embarrassing to be around the, that. The writer of the the showrunner got death threats. Legitimately got death <laughs> Legitimate threats over death threats, yeah. Oh, wow. That is, uh, we're not hyperbolizing uh, at all. That literally actually happened. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, Brian? Yeah. JT Prime just posted something in the Discord that I don't think is in the show notes unless I missed it. Uh, I think could... that, I think that's new. Oh okay. wow! Okay, let's do, let's so let's let's uh, JT Prime. Yeah, JT Prime has dubbed this Leak Week. Yeah, uh, I love so... having JT Prime in our Discord. By the way, it's, <laughs> yeah. he's oh, always yeah. he's always a great source of information. He 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 shares things after so that we so that we see them and we can mention them in the show. So uh, the the thing he just posted. Um, I'm going to read off the article here in part. Uh, so we had we had two things from uh, yesterday, maybe the day before, which we'll get to shortly. But the the most the newest drops here, arrival for the upcoming Commander 86 Optimus Prime, a listing has been found for Studio Series 86 Megatron, uh, going to be a leader class. Of course, we don't know anything about the alt mode yet. Yeah, tank. I'm sure not a yeah, submarine. Probably. That would be you great know if. If it looks like G1 Megatron and turns into a tank, you have Combiner Wars. I'm okay Megatron. with that. I, I'm just saying yeah. I'm okay with that because as long as it like 
gives me that 86 feel, you know, in robot mode that I can put next to my Commander Optimus Prime that we're all going to be buying. Perfectly acceptable. Yeah, I mean, no. we know they can get pretty close because, I mean, look at all the the, the Siege Megatron releases. Yeah. Like, that robot mode is pretty accurate to the original cartoon with mm-hmm. just a little bit of tank stuff hanging yeah. off of them, which they can hide given, you know, the right uh, budget. Price point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing that is in this drop is Studio Series 86 Leader Class Galvatron. Pat, was there a packaging refresh here? No. No. What? No, just we, Studio Series Leader 86 Galvatron. We just got a Galvatron. Yeah, it's about to say. A really a, good one. Yeah, we, we yeah. finally got a really good Galvatron. I, I really That's, don't feel like we need another pass on this. No, and it's still everywhere on the shelves. Beast Wars second Galvatron? No, it's says Wait, Studio, Studio Series, Series 86. 86. No, yeah. I guess. Now, remember, this is for the 2025 product year, so by that point, maybe the, the uh, Legacy Galvatrons will have been off the shelf for six or eight weeks. They'll give him a throne. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, the throne's too expensive. I mean, they could do the uh, the magma the Jap- the Japanese colors for this release. Yeah, they could definitely tweak some colors. Then it wouldn't be 86. Well, I'm just saying if it's well, right. If true. it's 86, it's got to be the um yeah actually i the, guess the one we have now is pretty pretty close color wise to what it should be so I, well yeah the thing with that is that t- this toy is a little bit more like grape than it should be it should be for animation accuracy shifted a little bit more to the blue mm-hmm. but that's such a minor minor difference to or, base the whole release on studio series 86 since this is specifically the movie one difference is he's not crazy yeah 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 okay yeah, put a different face on him Am I wrong to say with the 86 figures, I feel like it has to be a complete redesign? Like, it can't just be a, a slight remold of what we've had on the shelf for two years. I mean, the one we've had on the shelf for two years is pretty close to what it should be. It's at pretty excellent. Same, at the same time, we are getting a, a leader class Springer in Studio Series 86, and Siege Springer, Deco aside, was, you know, pretty damn close to what a Springer should be. So, like, they're iterating on that, and I wouldn't be surprised entirely to see a new take on Galvatron done, even though, yeah, I agree, it doesn't really need to. Yeah. I I mean, I guess you could you could get the legs closer to animation, but God, that'd be a pain to transform. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just like, looking at a screenshot of Galvatron's animation model and looking at the Kingdom version, or not the Legacy version of the toy, like, it's hard to even think, like, if they wanted to just do, like, retooled and then re-release the toy in the Studio Series packaging with a deco tweak, like, it's still hard to see what they could really do to make it that be that much different from what already exists. Yeah, so we've got the original Galvatron, then we got the non-battle damage version. Yeah. We got the Gridline Galvatron that was the Hasbro Pulse transition exclusive. We got the Galvatron two. Yeah, yeah. The the comic, the comic, which means we may not get one in this new comic series we talked about last week. So unless it's accessories that we can't think of right now, I, I don't really know what you're right. It's what can you do to make it worth buying again? 
I mean, you know, if you give him, like, posable hands and then you make an accessory of the little uh, handheld trigger thing he had in the ultimate weapon, that that's an extra accessory he could have. The thing he threatens Rodimus Prime with the you, whole episode. You don't have an ultimate weapon, Galvatron. So that wouldn't work. <laughs> they could actually make the Matrix have a real chain instead of a plastic. I mean, I'm trying to think, like, what what could they do? And... Not much. Not much. No, uh, there isn't. There's not very much to do. Like you know, it's a credit to the team that designed Kingdom Galvatron. They did a damn near perfect job with it already. Yeah, and even yeah. we're baffled of how they could actually like improve or meaningfully iterate laterally on it. Even yeah, and, and the thing is, if they do make these changes, we'll be like, oh, that's what they did. Because yeah. you you net with this design team, you never know what they're going to pull out of their ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What else? What else? What other leaks do we have? It's leak week. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's go over to some of the previous ones here. Uh, Something so we'll go, to make Matt very happy. Yeah, we'll go the the uh, prior Studio Series twenty twenty five listings. Um. So the the main feature of this is the Constructicons, Voyagers. Uh, uh, no, Voyagers and Deluxes. Yeah. Wait, which ones are which ones are deluxes? Bone, Bone Crusher and Scavenger are deluxes. The the arms. Oh, okay, I can kind Mix of see Ma- that. Mixmaster yeah. and Scrapper are Voyagers, and we don't know anything about Hooker Longhaul yet. Um, Hook might be a leader. I'm not sure about the veracity. I would of that. I would think Hook might get away with being one of the smaller ones. You yeah, I mean you kind of think it. Big. But if okay, so if the arms are deluxes. To me, that implies that the combiner's arms are going to be part of like an overall structure that yeah, could the, come out of um, Hook instead then, yeah. and they plug onto that, which would explain uh, Sight's Blast bump up. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, I sincerely doubt the lower arms are going to be part of the, part of the scavenger. and Yeah, not at, the delu- not at a deluxe price. Yeah, yeah so, uh, you know, Hook will be part of the leader a leader class being Voyager with a lot of extra parts pattern on bedding. Yeah, and also it or could the be, arms could be something that be ca- that are carried around by long haul. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to say because yeah. long haul was always shown to be like carrying something so you could have just have black cargo boxes that you can put in the back of long yeah. haul which unfold into the devastator hands. Well, and that's yeah. kind of what they had you doing with um Combiner Wars Devastator, like the forearm Yeah, they were pieces. missile racks, yeah. Yeah, they were supposed to be in Long Haul's truck bed, if I remember yeah. right. I believe so, because I remember all, something all like the, that, too. All the spare parts were, yeah. Yeah. So, it's going to be, so new molds, which also means that eventually we'll get some sort of uh, repaint, and it'll be, the, it'll be the orange. I hope. Devastator. Yeah. But it won't be, and it's also going to take like two years to complete your Devastator. That's probably. fine. So, since there are um, six of them, and we only have four here. Selects, you know, that'll be a, a box set or something, and it'll be orange. Oh, yeah, that would be a, or that would, it'd be, that could be a Titan. They might do that at a Titan price I'll point of buy that as pro. Yeah, yeah. I, let's, I let's say let's doubt say we, they do that though. I I think the most we could probably hope for like another box set like we got with Menasaur though. Yeah, it'd be expensive with At Voyagers the, the mixed one, in. One sixty nine to one eighty nine for all six I'll and a custom buy box. That. <laughs> yeah, I, if you if they make it in yellow or orange, I'll buy either one. I want orange. Still get, I, I don't know that I'll yeah. get yellow. I'll still get I'll still get the green one just to have a Brian a, Tonkinator. <laughs> I'm not. As, <laughs> I'm not super in love with Tonkinator. I got. I own it. I'm going to hold it forever. 
But like, I don't love Tonkinator. <laughs> you just need a better I would version like, of it to love. I it. would love Tonkinator more if, if I had fiction to sort of say this is when this happens. You know, just that would. How much make more me happy. fiction do you need? It, you were you I want kid? all the Did fiction. Ton- Tonka vehicles. I want, I want all the fiction. You don't need fiction for this particular item. I understand fiction is very important, but not for this I mean, item. Instead of that, instead of just repainting those, I would like to see them do something else with remolds and constructor cons. Like Scrapper and Scoop have pretty much the same transformation scheme, same vehicle mode, mix master and quick mix, same vehicle mode, pretty much the same um transformation scheme. Let's do it. Yeah. Give us our double target masters. Mm-hmm. You uh, know, pull pull a couple more. Pull a couple more names that you need to reuse out, slap them on the other three, and give us another Autobot combiner. You might get yeah. even long. You might get even get. You might get even get long haul into another landfill. Put a turret on yeah. any of them. Call it Quake. We're done. Mm. No, okay. no, no, like yeah. There's only four of them on this list of leaks, but that's still two thirds of Devastator for sure coming out in one product here. Like that's good progress they're trying to make on this. And Bonecrusher and Scavenger's uh, product numbers are one removed. So, like, they're either in the same wave together or in adjoining waves. So, like, it's not going to be, you know, you get this part here, this part here, then you wait, like, eight months for the next ones to come out. It's not going to be, like, the movie this looks like a This looks like a pretty complete year-round list, though, and I only see four. Mm-hmm. So, I'm thinking that the other two were probably 2026 figures. Hey, if we live yeah. that long, that's great. I was going to say, uh, I don't even know if I'm going to be around that A year and long. a half, though. I mean, come on. Yeah. We're bad I, enough waiting for Menasaur. I do wish that mm-hmm. we got them in a quicker, tighter package, but hey, uh, I'm just happy. Yeah, like you could it. have with the HasLab, just saying. I don't there is one thing I just thought of sitting here. We've got four construction vehicles that turn into robots. Maybe down the road... There's some engineering in here that they can use for the robots in disguise build team. And we might get down the road, have these as templates for the robots in disguise build team. Nah, those are all pretty different from the original. Well, well I'm just saying, yeah. you know, there's you, you could probably pull some, you know, star screen versus, you know, smoke screen, some similar engineering anyway. It's possible to be, you know, I'm just saying. It's, no, it's, I don't think that's how that works, Don. Okay. Right. So you know, the similar engineering to begin with, not you know, try to retroactively make it similar engineering. That's, I, that's no, no, Don, no. I'm, I'm sorry, Don. No. Anyway, like, even if it's 18 months to get Devastator together, like that's still a fraction of the time you've been waiting to complete the Dinobots, for instance. Uh, on which note, uh, after what three years, we're getting a package refresh of Studio Series 86 Grimlock. So, you know, if you didn't jump on that when the Studio Series Dinobots kicked off back in 2021 or whatever, like, you've finally got another chance without paying two to $300 on the secondary market. Refresh my memory. Did we get in that uh, leak on Swoop for this year? Uh, it's supposed we to haven't be, seen it yet. But it's supposed to be, like, April-ish, theoretically. And it's a leader? Like, yeah. Yes. Okay. Which means its wingspan will probably be quite impressive. Hey, just like the real thing. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris, on um, there goes my money. Y'all were just talking about this last week about the the uh, comic Grimlock, mm-hmm. and now now people can actually get the regular Grimlock if they don't want the uh, Marvel Comics version. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, there goes my money. 
the new episode that's in our all our Transformers podcast feed, hosted by XV with our patrons, which you can check out now. Mm-hmm. It was very good. I can't. And wait if you're a patron at any tier, you'll have uh, the second episode of that coming out soon. Trademark. And if you're a patron <laughs> at the touch tier, you can be on it. Yeah, the next one, not. But yeah, well, yeah, not the one that we recorded last night. That would yeah. be, Impossible. you know, if we could figure out how to do that, I would have us add an extra patron tier for, you know, retroactive podcast recording. Yep. Okay. Um. So there's other things on this leak list. There's a TF7 double punch, which I was pointing out to Chris. I missed that it was TF7, and I was hoping it was the Action Master Elite toy. It could still be in those colors, though. Yeah, it could be. Like if we if we get that Rise of the Beast Scorponok mold in classic double punch colors, I probably would end up buying that. Uh, anything else notable in this? Um, remember the hatchet that we saw the render for alongside yeah. the yeah, Earth Mode yeah. Hound that's yeah. in here. Um, for some reason, they're doing further package refreshes of eighty six Perceptor and eighty six Jazz. Okay. Yeah, I know that's that's a weird one. Um. Something called Widowmaker from Age of Extinction, which apparently is another concept art piece that wasn't actually in the movie. Okay. So concept art in general just seems to be on the table now for Studio Series, which, I mean, I had to expect that they're running out of things quickly. Age of Extinction also is like scraping the bottom of the barrel. That's uh, about the bottom. Cinematically or? Just in yeah. general. Yeah. General. It's... yeah. I did see some people on our Discord, tfradio.net slash Discord, talking about the Widowmaker design after they looked it up, and it seems to be uh, fairly uh, striking, at least, so that's something. Cool. What about this collaborative set? Oh, uh, yeah, okay, so in the other leaks, um, we do have an update on the collaborative Project Renaissance, and according to this information, it's exactly what we thought it was, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles party wagon as a Transformer. Yeah. Yeah. So that's w- awesome. What's the price I'm, point? I'm all about that. I don't know if we have a price point on that. So if the price point was like commander class, that would be amazing. Yeah. But anything else is going to be disappointing. Yeah. I like, I'm hoping we at least get something like in the Voyager range. Like for this to be worth a damn to me, I want it to be large. I want it to be huge. <laughs> like, j- yeah. You Voyager's want too small. Yeah. You want the, the G.I. Joe and Transformers version. Yes. Uh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For my part, like, when we talked about the possibility of this before, I was saying how the Mutant Mayhem movies turtle van was basically a Volkswagen Type 2, which is what Code Red was. So they'd have an easy time just, you know, redressing that some to fit this purpose. I really, really hope if they're doing this, if they're doing it right, and they're going to make it based on the classic toy line party wagon, which um, was itself based pretty heavily on like the first version Volkswagen van. Yeah. But like, I, I want that more iconic, like really boxy, you know, big shape uh, vehicle, not, not something quite so streamlined like the T2. Yeah. In our discord, JT prime says that it's 70 Canadian. So about 50 bucks us dollars. So well, okay, so at that point, like, maybe a Voyager, but that feels like it's almost pushing it for a collaborative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another a thing on the list that just kind of got my attention is uh, there's a listing for a Deluxe Dev Optimus Prime. And I'm kind of hoping that that would be a uh, new Deluxe G1-style Optimus Prime with Dev Station cell shading. 
I would be perfectly fine with one of those. Interesting idea. Huh. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't know if we have like any kind of information about what that prefix actually is supposed to mean. I don't think we do. So but that dev is you know, that's the only dev I so can that's, think of. So that's um that's part of the A level line, which is supposed to be that like, you know, the where they're having four characters in an always available format. Ah, okay. Um the other thing that's uh, in A level on this list is um, TF1 B127, so Bumblebee from the upcoming prequel movie. Um, so that dev must relate to something like Devastation seems like a good guess on that if it's a you know a fiction prefix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that wouldn't be the worst plan to do a cell shaded one for that line. That w- that would be pretty striking yeah. on the shelf. Yeah, you yeah, may crack something there, Rob. Good job. Here's hoping. Anything devastation would have to be cell shaded. So mm-hmm. I, I bring it. I love my shell cell shaded figures. Uh, I want a shell shaded turtles party shell. wagon. Shell shaded, yeah. Shell shaded, <laughs> yeah. Um. So also on the list is the thing everybody kind of called happening is uh, leader uh, ape link from Rise of the Beasts repaint. Uh, probably a slight retool. Yeah. Okay. You know, to, to say any of those characters would be repainted would be to admit that they had colors on them to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the other thing is we have some updates on the uh, Mayhem uh, capsule, which was going to be for Amazon, I think. So uh, we knew we had the Bludgeon and Ruckus two-pack coming. Uh, we're getting Chop Shop and Barrage as another two-pack. And the third two-pack is going to be Knockout and Windsweeper. So two more of the Deluxe Insecticons, and I guess some kind of a redeco of Legacy Knockout. We don't really know anything more about that. Deco Needle knows more than likely. Pardon? I didn't quite catch that. Needle knows. Oh, the, needle, the, yeah. Needle, yeah, yeah, Windsweeper's Needle knows. Yeah. Um, no, I was talking about like the whatever they're going to do with the Knockout. We probably uh, like we don't really have any kind of clue what difference that's going to have from the Legacy version that was released. Yeah, I agree. Windsweeper probably will be a needle nose retool. That makes the most sense. Uh, and then Ruckus, like we talked about before, is very likely to be a retool of Beachcomber. Um, so I, I think when this was presented originally, there was also talk of like a three pack or something that uh, was apparently mixed up from another set of listings. Uh, so that's not actually part of the the mayhem uh, capsule here. This, it seems to just be these three two packs that we just talked about. So what's our latest update on Omega Prime? Ah, yes. Well, I checked on this just before the show. And I've been updating it randomly ever since. <laughs> uh, so we're at 14,875 backers. Oh, uh, 70, for, for, 876. Sorry. Okay, 14,876 backers. Uh, for, for diecast reference, that's uh, 4,876 backers more than was needed to uh, just meet the funding goal. Ah. Uh. Good. Uh, yeah, and 1,876 more than was needed for the first stretch goal. Yeah, we've unlocked the Master Sword, and we're just under 1,000 away from getting the... Or no, we're just under... No, there's 16,000. We're just under 1,000 away from getting the uh, the stands that some people are really excited for, and some of us are extremely indifferent toward. Yeah, but, I mean, need... there's still there's still three weeks on this, so this is absolutely proceeding apace, and I don't think there's going to be any question that it's going to surpass all the the unlocked tiers and like i had predicted this was going to hit twenty thousand. i still feel really confident that we're going to hit at least that number by the time this what's, ends. what's the top what's the what's the highest uh 
not grossing, but the like highest backer number. Yeah, Galactus. No, for Transformers. Death Source. Yeah, 23 something. Yeah, I believe or twenty three or twenty six. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that this is going to do Death Source numbers. I think it will. I would say would be it would probably beat it. I I don't want it to. Ness saying twenty eight five. Okay. See, I feel like Deathsaurus got an advantage because Victory Saber existed beforehand. Mm-hmm. So more people were inclined to get that to have the rivals set up there. This existing essentially in a vacuum, like I don't think there's quite as much drive for the extra backer push, but I don't think 20,000 is any problem for this do, to hit. Do Death, Deathsaurus was 27,442. Oh. So what I think nice. this has going for it, nostalgia, it's two toys, it's two toys. Mm-hmm. Tax season. <laughs> so those like yes, uh, brilliant move, Hasbro. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now, like if you could have did this a year later and actually did something that was related to the 40th anniversary, that would have been great. But that has it I, is related to the 40th anniversary. It's the celebration of the line, not of just G1. Transformers I can't believe we're having this conversation yeah. for the Trans- third week in a row. Is 40 years old. If it, it like it would, it's not G. Actually, I was going to say it's not G one every year, but it is. That's where we live. That's where we are now. So why would you deviate? Because oh. diecast. It's the same reason that there's a Mother's Day and a Father's Day, but there's not a Children's Day. Every day is Children's Day. Every day is Children's Day. Give yeah. the parents hey. a break. Brian, there's one thing I wanted to bring up. A thought that Please. I had, if I could. How Thank many you. cheetors you want? No, no, none. Uh, we we did get painted mock painted mockups of the figures revealed, yeah. and I find it interesting that they included Titan Master capabilities on a toy that is several years review removed from Titan Masters even being a thing. So I what so uh, you you have to explain what's going on because I missed. Okay, this. I'm sorry. My house Ooh. my house is a is a covid den right now everybody has it and so like i have been 100 wrapped up with sick kids sorry when they were going through the video showing off the painted samples from takara tomi for uh, optimus prime and ultra magnus um i don't know i have trouble remembering names one of the designers brought briscoe evan thank you evan brought his briscoe from his g1 fangry and showed that there was titan master i don't think it was his g1 fangry i think it was the uh oh, oh the the, the recent was, one from the buzzworthy pack yeah if it was, okay. if it was g1 fangry it wouldn't be titan master compatibility at that point okay, compa- yeah. sorry sorry my fault my fault uh, but i'm just saying why would you build in uh those titan master com- uh capabilities so, so on in- a in what sense did it have Titan Master compatibility, though, Don? It's it, just the the bucket and the seat on the at the base of the bucket are large enough to fit a Titan Master, right? But ah, I'm okay. I'm just saying they made it a point to point that out because using, it's fun. Yes, if I could finish diecast, but also I, the fa- I wish you would finish diecast some days. But the thing is, why make it a point to show that on a toy pattern that hasn't been relevant for several years? Unless they're going to include Titan Masters in this, like they included the Micro Masters in with Victory Saber and uh, Death Saurus, and it's going to be, it could be Tai, it could be Koji, it could be 
I'm just saying that is they were yes, showing that off as a hint. Bridge 2001 is remembered for anything. It's for its Titan Master character. Yeah. So how many how many toys have had Minicon ports after like Minicons were no longer a thing? Lots. Well, not enough. Not enough. But yeah, that's the correct answer. Thank yeah, you. But it, I mean, it's, well, it's 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 non zero answer. Yeah. yeah. So also, I mean, just for the you know compatible with uh, out of circulation play patterns, didn't see doesn't Siege Omega Supreme work with the various uh like titans return cities i think he has two kinds of ramp ports on him yes yeah like he that's right yeah he is like the big adapter that works between the titans return and the siege yeah it was uh, really considered the designers to give us an adapter between the old and the newer style ramp systems that only cost 180 dollars each yeah now that's I, why I, saying... that's why i need to get omega guardian i, I need more adapters yeah. yes <laughs> i'm it's just saying... just fun it, it that's what it is. I, I mean, don't... if you're saying they have a hidden agenda and they're going to they're going to release Titan Masters in with this, I don't think that's the case or they would have just came out and said that. Yeah, like no, they, they, they didn't say surprise to there, there, there is room to hope. Don is not yes. wrong. There is room to hope. And and if Don it t- turns out to be right, it's not going to be a huge shock. But like I am not set on that that's going to happen. Because I think you are right. I think Diecast is right. It's fun, and that's the reason. Yeah, the the thing to remember: this is a Hasleb project. This is not a general retail toy. This is made specifically with the idea that people have been collecting these toys, have been doing so for at least as long as Generations has been going in the modern age, and they're going to have little figures like Titan Masters, and there's going to be hollow spaces in parts like the ladder bucket and stuff anyway. So they might as well have that there and be adapted to the size where if you have those little figures still floating around, you want to do something interesting and have, you know, a little attendant or a little, you know, someone in the bucket being raised up, you know, you can put a Titan Master in there or if you have similarly similarly sized minifigures from other brands like little Lego men, that probably fits in there too. Oh, you fit a mask figure a in the, you can probably fit a mask figure in there. Yeah. Yeah, this is probably oh, just. Uh, this could just be the designer amusing himself, like mm-hmm, turn, mm-hmm. like turning blue bolts into but, a a uh, right, weapon. Right, right. I'm just said, saying is a yes. possibility. Yes, I agree yeah. with that. It is a, totally a possibility. It totally could happen. I, I I'm leaning towards no, but if I not I'll, a I'll likelihood, be, but a possibility. Yeah, I'll be yeah. pleasantly I'll be pleasantly surprised, but not shocked if it does happen because I think it is possible. I just mm-hmm. don't. I just don't think it is. That's a good observation, though, Don. I missed that. That's good to know. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, blah, 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 it, was, it was better than the the recirculated conversation that we were about to start having. So thank you for that, Don. Yeah. So <laughs> many cares like a tie in master reveal as possible. That's that's Don worthy. That is wonderful. It is. That is worthy. Yeah. Okay. So Mark sort of shoot for legacy Don's, silver bullet. Don's rubbing off on our audience. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh. Yeah. I guess I'm going to get this. That looks nice. I mean, yeah, I'm going to get two. I'm just dismayed that the more we see of this, the more evident it becomes that you really can't do the wings over the shoulders thing like, you know, the original toy did and like was depicted in the show. It, it needs more wings. Yeah, like two or three more pairs. I just like larger wings. Yeah, I know. I know. No, I agree. The The wing situation on this is uh, sub-ideal, unfortunately. Yeah. But it looks nice. His photos look great. Yeah. Yeah. Good scale with um, Kingdom Black Arachnia. Mm-hmm. Now he they did say this was coming over to be released in the U.S. 
It's part, I, of, it's part of Legacy United Wave 2. Okay, because I know I think most of us have a pre-order for the overseas. Are we are we keeping that, do y'all think? Are we going to wait till it's released in the U.S.? Cause we I'm have confused. Been... What are you talking about? It's okay. on Amazon Japan. It's, it's on Amazon ah, Japan, yeah, and I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if there'll be a paint difference since we have seen Takara going back in some cases, like with Earthspark, and there being small paint deco differences between Takara and Yeah, Hasbro. but this isn't Earthspark. It's, yeah, it's yeah not, they don't it's... do it on anything non... They don't do it on any of the Generations... Unless it's a special release, yeah, yeah. it's n- it's not impossible, but I think it's a lot more likely that we would see a Beast Wars again versus set with a a upgraded Silver Bolt in it down the uh, line. Yeah, I don't remember in the uh, in medals what uh, Silver Bolt versus was if there was one. Was it Rampage? I want to oh, say it might have been. been. I want to say that makes the most strike, sense. But, but Rob, I want to say Quick Strike, but I'm not sure why. Hmm. I, I I don't have the set. I think I think Quick Strike might have been with Transmetal Air Razor, actually. Yeah, you may be right. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm checking eBay now. Yeah, I I think Don actually has it right that it was Silver Bolt versus Rampage. Because in terms of context of the show, that makes the most sense. And like Takara actually paid attention to that at that point in time. So is it because is it because Depth Charge and Rampage would have been a higher price point? It's because Depth. Charges toy wasn't out at the same time as Rampage's, ah. and, and because of, because of Transmutate, it is in fact Silverbolt versus Rampage. Yeah, I don't. Wait. I actually I, I don't have Rampage. I sold mine years ago. I need to correct that. Yeah, just uh, be mindful as you shop for one because yeah. yeah, the Chrome's a thing, I'll, and those rubber it, tank treads yeah. are a thing. Yep, I'll probably get a box one. And yeah, never touch. Seal never it touch in it. a vacuum and never touch it. Yep, I'll put it. I'll put a sheet over top of it. Mm-hmm. Now, some of those toys, like Transmetal 2 Scourge, it don't matter if you never open it. That's just going to shed all its chrome in the package just with the passage of time. Yeah. It's a real pity, too. That was a great toy. Yeah. Um, I missed the fire in which it burns. <laughs> yeah, almost literally in this case. But no, to to answer Don's question, I don't expect there's going to be any kind of deco differences. It's just a, a weird quirk of things that Takara put their solicitation for that toy up before Hasbro officially announced it. Like, that's not usually the order of things, but it is how it worked out this time. And from the way things seem, the Hasbro and Takara ones may come out virtually simultaneously, which is also extremely unusual. Oh, we have um, stock photos of Gamer Edition Sideswipe for the, for, for the listener out there that cares. Oh, good. It's not just me. It's, it's not just me. God, it's just the most boring looking toy I've ever seen. It is. It's yeah. very I, boring looking. Yeah, I absolutely can't be asked. Yeah. Just not doing much anything for me either, especially since it doesn't come with the you know gigantic uh, cool gun that the original one yeah. did. Yep, that yeah, that path blaster was like the greatest thing, and I have no idea where mine ever got to. <laughs> so something that I'm torn on, I'm actually not that torn on it, is this Bradford Exchange Transformers wall clock. Well, are you torn on it knowing that it's two hundred dollars? Let's start with that. The price doesn't bother me so much. It, it like I'm I'm so sorry to hear that, Brian. It, like uh, I mean, depending if it's a nice clock, clocks are you know. I will give a little spoiler for the most recent episode of There Goes My Money. We had a great conversation when we were talking about this, about all the things that this clock could have been but isn't. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't like the design choices. Like, like it's, this, it's this weird, like, I don't know like what it's going for. It's got this Megatron that looks like, I guess it's trying to go for something cartoon accurate, but it's got the toy aesthetic with the legs. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got these generic-looking G1 designs for everybody else. It the the face of the clock itself looks like it was like you know the the, the cheapest of the cheap mm-hmm. early two thousands Transformers memorabilia. It looks like a nineteen eighties party plate. It look yeah so yeah yeah so like I, I, the price of this does bother me, but like if it was a really nice clock at two hundred dollars and it like I I would I would not balk at a like a, an expensive but really nice looking piece of wall art. This is not that. I will say, though, the one thing I like about the visual design sense on this is actually the Megatron. I like that they tried to go for a fusion of cartoon and toy, kind of bringing together the best details of both. Um, Soundwave is just a little bit dreamwavy in the chest, I feel like, and it's just not landing for Yes, me. yes, yes. So the, the, um, the, where does, like, where did this whole really thick border around the window come from? That's like the dreamwave. So that's yep. dreamwave. Okay. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, and that was repeated in things like the uh, six-inch titanium's toy. Yes, that's mm-hmm. I, I knew there's I knew there was a toy that featured that. Yeah, and a lot Toys. of the titanium stuff was based on Dreamwave art. Like that was you know what they used for control art designing those titanium's figures. Which, if you think about it, explains a lot of what went wrong with the six-inch titanium's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, this is I'm going to, I'm going to age myself here by mentioning someone doesn't exist anymore. But this is like something I'm going to walk into Tinderbox and look at their collectible section where I got is that a, lot a of club. My, it, it was a store in the mall. They they sold mostly pipe tobacco and cigars, mm-hmm. but they also had a collectible section for plates and things like that. I got several of my Hamilton Collection Star Trek plates there. Did they also have an adult section behind a curtain? No, no, no. They, they had a okay. no, not you know, Tinder, it, Tinder box. Yeah, hmm. and uh, that looks like something I would walk in. You would see in the early nineties in a a high end high-end store like Tinderbox, like a collectible. Like they, would, they would have silver plates and humidors and a lot of oddball things like that. Are you describing just, like a J, like JR, Don? Did you ever go into JR? I've, ne- I've, known, I've never been in one. It's it's just a place in the... They were, they were, in, they were in every mall at the time, like Hungate used to be. Did um, anybody else have a Chesapeake knife and tool? Because this just strikes me as the kind of thing you might find in one of those. Probably very similar, Rob, because I remember seeing one of those a long time ago at a mall I didn't normally go to, and then they were gone the next time I was there. Well, the I, just see people- Don, I just see Don going online and going to Tinder and being like, they don't have plates on here. What's going on? Listening to you people talk about these places, just like, I can't decide if I believe any of you or if you're just sitting here making up names and words just to see what sticks. I still dream I'm in Caldor sometimes. Don't we all? <laughs> I really, really wanted this clock at first glance. <laughs> then we talked about it too much. Then we talked about it too much. And I see all the flaws in it. And Just on weird. there goes my money. We basically in yeah, don't, five don't give it minutes, all away. But yeah. no, I'm not. <laughs> okay. I, but we basically in five minutes brainstormed the best Transformers clock ever. Yes. And the thing is, this is like a fourth of a Unicron lamp, which why wouldn't you get that instead? Okay. Okay. I mean, that's a toss up though. Do we think this is more tasteful than the Unicron lamp? I'm kind of leaning toward. Yes. Maybe a little. (laughs) It's a lot cheaper. Like I certainly appreciate that Unicron lamp for what it was, 
But that was a tacky piece of crap in any objective sense. Yeah. Hey, but I, you have, know, I have four on my watch list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I so, hope, I legitimately, Don, I hope you actually are able to get one one day, because I know that just spoke to you so much. I really hope you can get one. But something Did I ever tell you that I actually bought one off of eBay, and the seller contacted me back, and like it was damaged in the warehouse, and they refunded my money. Yeah, you and I never got it, and I was so disappointed. I was hoping you was were going to say going to say that the seller contacted you and said, "Is this for Don?" And you said yes, and they were like, "Well, I can't give it to you." <laughs> okay, now, now that Chris has taken your show diecast, your ne- next show needs to be "Here Comes My Money" about stuff you tried to buy but couldn't. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. See, I thought you were going to suggest that since I've taken his show, he needs to do the revival of Superhero Time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brian, you've been trying for like a minute and a half. But, here to you know, what, you, what you can get right now, though, is this uh, Optimus Prime Kush Ball. There's a Bumblebee also. And a Bumblebee one. But like on Amazon, I don't, I don't know if there's the Bumblebee available, but the Optimus Prime is available. Actually, they're all. It looks like you can get both. Going to tfradio.net slash Kush, K-O-O-S-H. Uh, there's a op, there's a Bumblebee, there's a Darth Vader, there's a Baby Yoda, there's a Stormtrooper, Mandalorian, there's a T-Rex, there's a ton of these things. But uh, you can get it by going to tfradio.net slash koosh. Yeah, and- I mean, everything I did with a koosh ball as a kid was, you know, tossing it in the air, throwing it at people, hitting it with a wiffle bat. This, when you put a head and hands into it, it doesn't really suit that purpose anymore. It's desk, it's it's desk fodder. Yeah, I, I I'm hoping that uh, though that uh, now that you mention it, yeah, that the, that the head and hands are maybe a softer plastic, like so, something in the Nerf range, just so so you know, some kid is going to get one of these and throw it at their uh, at their older sibling, and uh, I specify older sibling because of reasons, and there <laughs> and you know, it could hurt. So yeah, hoping hoping that that is you know like softer, nerfier stuff, the arms and legs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's still gonna hurt. It's still oh, yeah. not like this is like exactly what you wouldn't want to do to a kush ball to it's, me. But like a- Brian said, if it's desk fodder, then fine. But I mean, well, go ahead. No, 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 please. I was just gonna say, I think that's why the arms are situated the way they are. Is like so it has basically a tripod face to sit on and display uh, the faces correctly. Yeah, I don't even know that this would be fun to toss in the air by no, yourself. No, it wouldn't. But like at, like at work, like I need to fidget with things and I love the feel of kush balls. So like I'll hold it in my hand and just... Well, that, should be the, that should be the show title. I love the feel of kush balls. I, yes. <laughs> it's like, you know, just like things like I, they help center me. I also keep a Jar, a, a cup of play-doh at my desk that i can open up and just sniff because it like brings me peace my I, wife I get that. does the play-doh thing but she doesn't sniff it she just takes it out and messes with it like I love a fidget the smell. toy i love the smell of play-doh i was, i legitimately think they actually made scented candles with that smell they made Great. a perfume a while back That's that awesome. was play-doh scented yes that but nice. the, the one thing brian about these goose balls it may be the closest you get to the Transformers Weebles, which is not saying much, but it could be as close as you're going to get. It's not far off, sort of. One idea uh, we had is they should have made a Unicron one. Yeah, there needs to be one. Yes. <laughs> uh, there will be a free comic book day issue, a Skybound Transformers comic. That is one in May, 
Usually, usually the first weekend of May. First yeah. Saturday yeah. in May. That's cool. I'll actually have a Transformers comic. Yeah. Right. If I am not doing anything on that day, and I can go to the comic store, I, I have a so, I have so a, sometimes comic stores will have leftovers of those, and we'll still give them away after the fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your mileage may vary. Since I'm pretty sure they have to pay for the stuff, they may charge you for it just as much. So. They might. Yeah. Uh, Hasbro applies for Transformers related trademark on Void Void Rivals in the toy space. Yeah. Oh, good because that's what we need is another Transformers line. Yeah. I, that that to me screams like SDCC exclusive, frankly. But, well, it uh, it also might just scream like uh you know sitting on the registration just to cover themselves from anyone trying to come in from the side on this. Yeah. We've seen them do that a bunch. Oh, yeah. You know, all they really have to do to, if this gets approved and, like, to protect it, all they really need to do is, like, put Void Rivals' uh, trade dress on a toy they were going to make anyway, and that basically satisfies their obligations, mm-hmm. and they get the trademark protections. Sort of like what they did with the Transformers Collectors Club, just, like, on the bottom. I mean, I mean, they were promoting it, but there was usually a small little blurb somewhere on the back or the bottom. You know. uh, yeah, I... Yeah, I mean another another example from many more years back is Machine Robo Rescue, where Hasbro uh, hijacked that out from under Bandai America, uh, and then put that uh, wording on like two Transformers Universe toys just to stop Bandai from being able to import uh, the very popular in Japan Machine Robo Rescue toy line, which was related to like Mugen Bine and stuff for people who remember that far back. Um, from what I heard from someone who worked for or with Bandai at that time, a lot of people in Bandai were extremely displeased when those toys appeared on shelves. I bet. Yeah. But yeah, just for example, if they were to put just like a badge on uh, Generations figures boxes that uh, said like, as seen in the hit Skybound comic Void Rivals, would that pretty much serve the purpose they needed? Probably enough. You know, okay. they they just need to show basically a good faith use of this, where like they can take that to court if it comes down to that, and be like, you know, we've got this and this, uh, you know, going back to this date, mm-hmm. you know, or this, they they could fold is, it into studio series stuff. I they, suppose. Yeah, no, they absolutely could. I, like, yeah, I'm kind of thinking of like the minimalistic approach here that doesn't result in getting another toy line, but like that is absolutely another way to go with that. Um, there certainly is a unique enough visual style in the Skybound comics uh, character designs. And we've talked before many a time that, you know, IDW characters could go into studio series for, you know, the way they look specifically. Like, there's there's a lot of different ways they could iterate studio series and Void Rivals, Skybound comics stuff. Like, that is just, just as equally a measure that they could take, and this trademark could lead in that direction. Cool. Okay. Let's jump to what we got this week. Chris, did you get anything? I did. What did you get? Um, so remember how um, Legacy, whatever last year, whatever 2023's Legacy subline was. What the heck was that? Um, this year's United. What was what was the subtitle of last year's Legacy? It's just Legacy. Was it Legacy? Was its own thing? I thought it was Evolution. Evolution. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. So it was Legacy, then Legacy Evolution, and now Legacy United. Now Legacy United. Okay. So okay. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the point, though, remember how Wave Three of Legacy Evolution, thank you, uh, consisting of Beachcomber, DevCon, and Axel Grease, was kind of hard to get if you didn't pre-order them the day they went up. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I have Beachcomber, which I met on, and I have DevCon, which I love. I pre-ordered both of those. At the time, I didn't really care about getting Axel Grease right away because, like, I mean, you know, it was all right. It wasn't junky on colors or anything, though. And I figured, you know, I'll just pick it up at some later point. That later point never really materialized because you never could find this wave on store shelves anywhere. Uh, it kind of came and went like immediately on Amazon. I never, I don't think I ever really saw Axel Grease in stock, certainly not at retail on Amazon. So I thought, like, okay, I guess I kind of missed the boat on that. That's sort of unfortunate. Then a couple of weeks ago, I saw Rob on Blue Sky talking to a couple of people who had, uh, in their way, missed the boat on DevCon and or Beachcomber, and he was suggesting uh, his new favorite store, Suruga, Surugaya, mm-hmm. um, as a place to potentially find those toys. And just for the first time ever, it clicked, you know, I could look on there for Axle Grease. It's Thursday. Shipping is free starting today. So sure enough, I went on there and it was uh, trivially simple to find Axle Grease in stock. And thanks to a combination of that free shipping weekend promotion and the exchange rate, I actually got the Takara release of Legacy Axle Grease for literally exactly the same as I would have paid for it if I had gotten it off of Amazon like eight months earlier. Uh, So they don't do DHL shipping from Surigaya anymore, apparently. Uh, This came express mail, so it took about two weeks to get here. I got it in yesterday. No, I got it on Monday. I got it on the postal holiday because it was express mail. So, I mean, you know, some grades of mail, they just don't let those poor uh, mail carriers sleep. Mm. So, you know, after going through that whole process and everything, I opened Axel Grease and uh, discovered this is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is absolutely hands down the worst of the deluxe junkions. So sad. it's and it's not even anything to do with the design work on it. It's just a matter of like most of the joints feel like weirdly gummy. There's not like uh, any solidity to them. It's not like floppy or anything. It's just everything feels a little bit weird and wrong. The uh, back into the vehicle mode won't quite uh, settle in and tab down the way it's supposed to. There's like big panel gaps on it. Um, it's. Uh, of course, a retool of the scrap hook mold family, so it still does the thing where if you try to use the bicep swivel, you just tear the the bicep or the you tear the forearm off at that uh, friction hinge. Uh, that's never going to get any better. But yeah, like it's the saddest thing that like after all that time and build up and the the thrill of finding this for literally U.S. retail price from Japan, that the the QC or whatever on this just ended up being so bad that I don't really like it at all because I love the retooling they did on this. Like, the way they changed this from a tow truck into a car actually works so incredibly well. So, like, the back end, instead of having the uh, the tow arm on it, there's two new blaster pieces that tab together and fit down and basically make, like, the sloped back roof of the car and, like, some little booster pieces um, down the middle. But, like, it's so successful at changing the silhouette of the vehicle mode. I'm really impressed with how easy and simple that was for them to do. And then I like the little touches, like they uh, the the engine block blasters from uh, Scraphook. They changed those to be a completely different style of engine for axle grease. It looks great like that. Um, it still comes with the hook piece from uh, Scraphook, which is not the greatest choice because there's not a good place for that to go on here at all. And like, if you don't look at this as a junkie on, I love the colors. The colors pop. They read really well. They're a good match together. Like everything about this visually and conceptually 
I like a lot, but this toy just feels so terrible to do anything with. I hate it. So on mine, um, I don't notice any of the joint stuff. You must have just got like a really bad copy. The only, I mean, it, except for the forearms ripping off. Yeah. That's just endemic to the mold. Uh, mine's yeah. actually fine. I, As far as the hook goes, I stuck it in one of the blasters and pulled one of the hands off and attached the oh, blaster okay. at the wrist and gave it a hook hand. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, you know, there are options for that. Yeah. Um, I, I was really thinking like... the vehicle mode is not a good place for the hook. Oh, to go. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Uh, I love the head on it. Yeah. Um, all the remolding. But the, the, the thing that gets me is it's not in the Junkion colors. So what do I do with it? Yeah. I mean, for even for the experience I had with this, again, visually, conceptually, I like this enough. I would really want to see them run this exact mold again in actual Junkion colors as a different character. That's why I've been asking for Junkion troop builders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just do it in Junkion colors and call it Nancy. It's fine. We'll we'll take that. Yes, that works. But yeah, uh, great in concept, great visually. It's just not fun to pose and not really fun to transform. So uh, it's you know, a, more of a miss than a hit, unfortunately. But that's that's all I got this week. Cool. Rob, did you get anything? Yeah, I actually got uh, more than one on-topic thing. Believe it or not. Um. I also, in fact, after uh, hooking uh, those folks up with a with links to DevCon and Beachcomber on Surugaya, uh, got Beachcomber off of Surugaya because I had been putting it off. And it's like, I'm going to have a hard time with this if I don't get it now. Um, unfortunately, like Chris, I am also kind of met on it. It's I like the robot mode. It's good robot mode. It looks good. It, fe- it feels good. Just something about transforming it doesn't feel particularly good to me um it's not a particularly complex transformation but uh, getting the arms into position just never feels easy and getting the you know getting the roll cage uh put together just uh, not always uh, great either um also just i know it's a stupid little thing but just you know they they use the roll cage and the seats as basically the back end of beachcomber's feet and it, you know, the way it folds up, it just looks like he's got random junk stuck in the back of his shoes. It just does not work for me aesthetically. Um, so far, I have not lost the tiny bird. We'll we'll see how that goes. Um, but I'm basically leaving him on in uh, robot mode because I feel like it just fits better on that than it does in the, as the dune buggy. So uh, the other thing I got is uh, since Chris was saying I better get it while I can again. Last week, I went ahead and got the uh, uh, Troop Builder pack from uh, Target while it was still in stock. And that is just fantastic. The, you know, that what, that is... Did, hmm? you, did you pay full price? What was the... I did. I did. I think uh-huh. after uh, tax, it was about 80 bucks. Okay. So, it's worth it. You know, yeah, it is. You know, tw- 20 bucks a piece for deluxes is sadly not bad at the moment. And also, they're... Well, three deluxes and a Voyager, of course. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's even better. Um, you know, my favorite's going to have to be the, uh, G2 trooper just cause I really liked, uh, skull grin, uh, as a mold to begin with. And just, you know, it's another G2 comic character that I never expected to see as a toy. So that's just, you know, that, that warms my heart. I love that. It's, it's a, it's a great figure and just, you know, just really nice. Um, the auto trooper. I I like the head designs on those. I like the Siege Ironhide uh, mold. I'm happy they were identified as animated, so I still do not own any Kiss Players toys. And 
uh yeah just the uh, nice it's this the siege mold and unfortunately i feel like the uh uh generic seeker starting to just show their age a little bit in terms of joint tolerances and things in this set but i really do i i really do like them the seeker definitely when you have it in hand is not going to be confused with uh thundercracker it's it's much more of a ah man thinking back to my box of crayons it's more of a periwinkle blue <laughs> and uh you know uh the uh, alicon i i put the alicon head on that uh quintesson trooper figure just because i really liked the uh band of metallic teal around the helmet just that really you know i like that when they did that in, all the way back in the i want to say it was like the all spark power recolors of the uh first transformers oh, yeah. movie toys that's just a uh, color I have, well, also, and, you know, Scourge. So it's just a color I've always liked. So, you know, so I really like the look of that. I'm going to have to figure out where to store the extra heads. I have no idea whatsoever. I do have some empty Gundam chocolate tins I can put those in at least. But, um, but yeah, that's uh, that's everything I uh, got on topic this week. And, you know, I'd say of the, the five Beachcomber was probably just the the weakest in terms of how much I like them overall, but it's still not a bad toy. It's just little bits of it that just don't quite work for me. Cool. Uh, Matt, not forgetting you this week. Oh, how nice. Um, <laughs> so uh, I haven't gotten things in many weeks because I've searched and searched and searched here and just nobody ever puts anything on their shelves. So today I jumped in the car, drove an hour and a half down the interstate to Morgantown and one Target, two Walmarts, a GameStop, and a Ross later, and I still couldn't find anything. Wow. So, nothing on topic this week. Sorry, uh, Transformers design team, I'm trying. I really am. But <laughs> if they don't put stuff on shelves, I can't buy it. Mm, sad. Okay. Don? Yes. Um, got one set of things on topic. Uh, Christy and I took a little weekend trip last week to a town, Lynchburg, where Liberty University is at, just for those of you who aren't from this region, and went to a collectible shop uh, while she was uh, while we were up there uh, called Secondhand Heroes. And a lot of a lot of current stuff, a lot of older stuff, like lots of toy biz, 90s toy biz stuff, just a, a random selection of things. And uh I look up and they've got peg hooks along the top running around the store. And I look up and there's a complete set of robots in disguise, 2000 combaticons. Nice. And That's cool. so, yeah. So I, so I look at it and he wants 150 for the set and he has, he has seven. He has one complete set and then a couple of extra armor hides and movors. So I asked him, you know, what's your bottom dollar? And he said, well, what's your offer? I said, Will you take a hundred for the set? He said yes. Nice. So I so I got a complete worth set worth a hundred bucks. Yeah, I got a I got a complete set of individually carded robots in disguise two thousand one combaticons. Nice. Very so nice. I'm I'm very very happy with that purchase. Uh, I went through and got the best cards of the ones they did have duplicates. You know, there's a little, little, as you can tell, if you watch Yeah, edges are a little rough, yeah. Edges are a little rough, but I mean, for toys that are almost 25 years old at this point, I am extremely happy on getting a complete set of, a complete Ruination set. They have the amount of shelfware they should have for being that age. They look like they... They look like they went through the passage of time, and 
you know, like I've talked about before, we talked about like really old vintage stuff. Like you want some of that on there just to prove that these are what they are. Yeah. So, also, I just I gotta say, like it's an audio podcast. If anybody has not had the experience of seeing carded robots in disguise 2001 toys, go find some pictures of those. They were very unusual, very distinctive. I love the package design for the carded robots in disguise 2001 stuff like it was very striking on the shelves uh bright colors the the horizontal layout of the deluxe packages especially like just really popped it was it was a great time for like innovative packaging design right and uh now that i have some time tonight i will post pictures on my twitter probably later after the show's over because i haven't had a chance to do it i do want to post a few pictures anyway of the set but uh, yeah, I figured for a hundred bucks, that's basically twenty dollars a piece for four small limb arms and then mega octane. So I'm I'm very happy with that. Yeah, Don, I think you got a good deal on that. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for again, like Matt, for lack of not for lack of trying, I stopped by Target, Walmart, uh, I said Radio Shack, GameStop. <laughs> uh, I couldn't find anything else uh, on topic anyway. When the that, distribution is so bad, you have to resort to time travel. Yeah, that that's that'd be the weirdest alternate universe where Radio Shack was the brand that like won out in the electronics uh, retailer war. Well, I need to stop in and get uh, my free battery for the month. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, anything else, Don? No, not on topic. No, diecast. I wait, got... wait, wait, wait. Before diecast starts, I just had the greatest idea. So, if off-topic stuff is ham sandwiches, can we call the on-topic? Uh, Section the the kosher toys. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Go ahead, diecast. Thank you. I got nothing. So I got this, and I, I, I'm curious. Like, I think Don will like it. I, I don't know if Matt will like it or not. And I think diecast. Once he understands what it is, he'll like it. I was talking about this with Rob and Chris and pre-show. I sort of gave them a spoiler. It's the 2009 um, Million Publishing Skids and Screech Quantum Operative set. Of course I love oh. that. I have one. Okay, cool. So <laughs> it is um, skids and the crosscut mo- modified mold is Screech. So it's it's the G1 toy. I mean, crosscut was a retool of the G1 toy. Um, in, a, in the skids and mud flap from the 2009 uh, Revenge of the Fallen. Revenge of the Fallen, the worst Transformers movie. Yeah. Um, the worst Deco's. characters in the worst Transformers movie. Yeah, that goes. But it's 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 G one toys. I've got skids, but I didn't have these uh, versions in Revenge of the Fallen colors. So I think Diecast would like that. I always like that packaging too. It's very a very striking packaging. Yeah, yes, too. Putting, yeah. putting those colors on G one toys saved them. So yeah. and that yeah. that toy is fifteen years old because it has a twenty five year anniversary on it. I mm-hmm. saw in the corner. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, and it was released following Revenge of the Fallen, which was the 2009 movie, so it would be, you know, up to 15 years old. Yep. Yep. I want to thank our patrons at patreon.com slash tfradio. Uh, patrons of Radio Free Cybertron get an ad-free version of the show. Get it a day early, which doesn't mean 24 hours. It's the day before. Higher Bet Raid, a weekly Patreon-exclusive pre-show podcast. Unedited, unedited episodes of RSC when... It's warranted, Don. Looking at you, dropping your heavy swears. Uh, I'm looking at diecast a little here now too. Yeah. 
Uh, you get the There Goes My Money podcast a week early. Patrons touched here get to be on There Goes My Money. And that is recorded twice monthly. Chris just recorded the second episode of his run, which will be episode 47. I'm keeping the, the sequence from the okay, original good. run. Good. Just easier to do numbers instead of dates. Yeah. Um, and touch patrons get to be mentioned on the show each week and are listed at tfradio.net slash credits. And we have an update here. It is Kevin Dorsey, Jacob Owen Lucia, Sean Bratton, Emmett Stresovich, Hector Bones, Jay Klein Rye, Joey Russell, Mike Armstrong, Rabbits, Rick Mahurin, Ryan Bona, Sean Hamilton, Sean Williamson, and Spider Bob. So thank you all so much. And if you want to be a patron to Touch Tier and you want to be on, uh, there goes my money. Or if you're already a patron that's patron Touch Tier and you want to be on, hit us up. We'll uh, get you on. And again, one of the things that we have on our patron, uh, Patreon, uh, like one feature of it was our Discord. We didn't have Discord before our Patreon. And they're like little Patreon things. There's like a Patreon channel on Discord. Plus, like mm-hmm. you get like special colors and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I like the Patreon is great to have. I'm so thankful for our supporters. I love that our Discord server came out of that initiative, though, because mm-hmm. like our Discord server has been like the best thing. Yeah. Like, so I, I, I love our Discord community. Just, yeah, me too. You know, I'm looking in I'm looking in our Discord right now and you just noted a few minutes ago that you said I miss JD. I don't see what you're referencing. Uh, Don referencing Brave Star. Oh right, and we watched Brave Star at John DeLuna's house in 2012. And yes, and yeah. and yeah, and it became a running joke. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, it was like ten years ago last week when JD mm-hmm. passed. Yeah. So his mom asked me if we had mentioned it on the show, and I'm like, you know, we we celebrate JD's memory in June each year. Uh, yeah, because we we tend to want to celebrate JD's his life and his influence on us more than we want to. You know, exactly. commemorate the day that he passed. passed. But it's been 10 years. Yeah. So. Yeah. Crazy. Um, okay. So you can find all of our stuff at tfradio.net. Links to everything. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. Um, we have live streams, live streams on YouTube, usually, of the show, which start uh, right at 8 Eastern. We have like a 30-minute pre-show, which becomes a podcast for our patrons. And then we do the live stream of Radio Free Cybertron around 8.30 Eastern time every week. So that is a place you can find us. You can find me personally at briankilby.com, B-R-I-A-N-K-I-L-B-Y.com. I have my Happy Daily podcast and other things. Um, I enjoy doing that. I've been trying to keep up with that lately. So that's been a nice little outlet for me. And I'm on Twitter at bkilby, at blue sky, at, kil- at kilby.bsky.social, and a lot of different places. Rob Springer, not here. Robo Rob Springer on Twitter, zonebase.org. John DeLuna, not here. At that John D, basically everywhere. Diecast is not at home, but he is here. Diecast, Diecast is basically everywhere. He's doing a lot of traveling these days. This is true. Yeah, I'm pretty exhausted. Uh, but yeah, I'll be at ZoloCon in Warminster on Saturday. What Warminster, state is that in? Oh, okay. <laughs> Pennsylvania. I know. I did think for a second. I was like, oh, where am I going to be? Um, but yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and Blue Sky at Diecast2. And you can like my Facebook page at Reviews by Diecast. And you can see my reviews on 
youtube.com slash RFC reviews. Uh, Don. Oh, I can be on, on Twitter at HMRC, the number four EVR. I am also now on Blue Sky at HMRC for EVR dot Blue Sky dot social. I am still remembering that's a thing for me now. So I am trying to use it more. So if you if you post something over there to my attention and I don't see it, I'm not ignoring you. I just forget I'm doing that now. As soon, so, as, as, soon as I get crap up to sell so I can post it to Twitter, once that's gone, I'm deleting my Twitter. Yeah, we'll see. I want to delete my Twitter so bad. How many years has Brian been talking about deleting his Twitter now? Just one. This We're one year in. At, I've I've got my skeptical face on. It's like it's like my camera on. It's like rather the year, a little over a year. Uh, Matt Melvar.bscott.social. That's with three L's and two R's. Very cool, Rob. Uh, I'm on Blue Sky at robflails.bsky.social. I'm on YouTube as Flailthroughs. I mostly cover Gundam games, which normally is just Gundam Battle Operation Two, but this very day. Uh, Bandai Namco Entertainment uh, announced Gundam Breaker 4. So I have a video up about that announcement and a little bit of advanced information they were nice enough as to give me. And uh, you can check that out over at youtube.com slash flailthroughs. And if you want to uh, support me, patreon.com slash flailthroughs. Or you can just you know send stuff if you are so inclined uh, via tfradio.net slash playlist. Cool. Chris? Uh, well, you can largely find me in our Discord, tfradio.net slash Discord. It's my favorite place to talk about Transformers and just, like, you know, my nerd fandom topics in general. We have all kinds of conversations. We have various channels, and I, I submitted to their peer pressure and made a separate channel for, like, sports conversations because, you know, not everybody wants to see that. I sure don't care about sports, but our, we have a lot of people in there that uh, are into that, and when stuff's going on, they want to talk about that, so... We have a we have a sports channel now. Um, but yeah, check us out on Discord. It's a great community, great bunch of people over there. Uh, you can find me personally on Blue Sky at ChrisRTXV. Uh, you can find work I've done on the internet at PlayWithPhotography.com. And I have an Amazon wish list at TFRadio.net slash ChrisList, which does the Amazon affiliate program thing and sends a little bit back to the show. If you should choose to buy anything for me. Cool. Okay, well, that's it. We will be back next week. Have a good one. Take care. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at TF Radio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Radio Free Cybertron, the original Transformers internet radio show since 1999. 100% girlfriend free since 1999.
save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save 